How's it going? How's it going? And welcome to From the Sidelines. My name's Josh Duvall, and I'm here with Chad Davis and Devin Davis. Today, we're talking some football. So be sure to follow us on Instagram at FTSPod. And get this, you can now follow us on Twitter at FTSPod as well. So special thanks to Ryan from Twitter for finally coming to his senses and giving us his ad because he only had two followers. So I, I really don't know what was up with that, but we finally got it. So like I said, follow us on Twitter at FTSPod. If you want to email us, email us at theftspod at gmail.com. We've got a website out there. If you want to check out our articles or anything else that's going on in the FTS world, check out our website, ftspod.com. That's ftspod.com if you can't spell. (laughs) Let's talk some football. Yeah, we got a big, big weekend of football coming up. Uh, We got the NFL playoffs are underway. They're going to be starting on Saturday and running on Sunday as well. Then we got the college football championship game Monday night. So three consecutive days of some postseason football. It's honestly the best time of the year. This is what we're all looking forward to, what we've been waiting 17 NFL weeks for. It's finally here. Yes, an episode strictly about football. That That's what we're here for. I mean, if you don't like football, well, then you're just wrong. So You're just wrong. There's nothing right about you. You're completely wrong. But yeah, let's, let's get into it a little bit. Um, let's start out with the AFC. I mean, all the... All the playoff games are are now out. You know, we we know who's playing who. We got the we got the pre playoff excitement going. So let's talk about some some AFC. I mean, obviously we know the Chiefs are the one seed, so bye week. But let's get into uh, let's we'll start out we'll start out with the uh, start out with the middle seed. We got the Titans and the and the Ravens. What are you guys thinking about that? Um, I think it's pretty pretty interesting. Uh, Titans had that Titans had that. Uh close game against the Texans in week 17 uh, and their defense continues to get torched um, they have yet to patch up their secondary and fix anything any issues on the back end they're, they're getting destroyed by every team with a passing attack and um, so you know this is the rematch of what we saw last year in the wild card or was it the uh, no the Ravens lost uh, yeah it was the divisional round but Titans got them last year and their uh, rematch this year so I think it'll ultimately come down to uh, how the Ravens' passing attack is able to work. Um, they've dominated. They've, they're on a hot streak. They've dominated some subpar teams like the Jaguars and Bengals recently and are coming in on a win streak into the postseason. So I think it'll ultimately just come down to Lamar will be effective with his legs. How effective will he be through the air? If the Titans' pass defense is able to you know, be passable, at best, and I think the Titans will be uh, will be victorious in this game. But otherwise, I could see the Ravens putting a hurting on that Titans defense. Titans defense has been pretty atrocious this year, like worst ten in the league. So I mean, I, I, I and Ravens have been top ten as far as defense goes. So I mean, I, I don't see how on earth the Ravens can possibly lose this. I mean, like you said, unless Lamar just cannot throw the ball or run the ball. I mean, I, I see. No possible scenario where the Ravens lose this game. Well, this is the matchup I've been looking forward to the most. Like, clearly the most intriguing matchup. You got a rematch from last year, a rematch from earlier this season. Um, The Titans have pretty much owned the Ravens the past two years or so. But uh, to me, I think the Ravens come in with a bit of a chip on their shoulder. Everyone's kind of been writing them off, saying they... They can't perform against the good teams. They only beat up on the bad teams. And uh, I think there's a little, well, there obviously is a little revenge factor here from last year. Uh, I honestly see the Ravens winning this one pretty handily. I don't like the Titans defense at all. 
literally, if they can just contain Derrick Henry, that's the only way that the Titans will beat them if they go up go up 10 to 0 or something like that and then control the ball uh with the run game but uh I I really don't see how the Titans Titans can uh can win this game they've kind of been disappointing as well as the Ravens but I think with the revenge factor and the Ravens with something to prove I think the Ravens are going to come out on top Yeah it's just the Titans are all all offense no defense when it comes to playoffs I mean defense is what's going to win you games Yep, I couldn't agree more. I'm uh, I'm gonna side with the Ravens on this matchup as well. Let's talk about the Steelers and the Browns. Now, I mean, a lot of people have been have had mixed feelings about the Steelers this year. You know, saying that similar to what Chad was saying about the Titans. You know, they beat up on bad teams, lose to good teams, and even then, they've lost to bad teams too. So, I mean, you know, Steelers are kind of a weird team. But and you know, you know, recently the Browns beat the Steelers, so this will be an interesting matchup with Big Ben coming back. What do you guys think about this matchup? The Browns barely beat the Steelers' second stringers. It's true. Mind you. Yeah. Mind you. Point that out. That's true. Uh, but but seriously, though, the Browns, congratulations to them. Finally make the playoffs first time since 2002. Uh, but most Browns thing to happen to them is that their coach comes down with COVID, so he's not even going to be able to coach them in the game. How unlucky can you be? I, but really, to me, I don't think it matters. I I think the Browns are overrated i i i don't like baker the run game is all they have uh, i think pittsburgh uh will finally get their groove together hopefully well not hopefully i don't like the steelers but to play up to their potential as good as they're supposed to be and i think they should be able to win this game in a divisional matchup so yeah i agree i'm going with the steelers i mean in this case I, I, experience beats youth i mean Baker's young. He's still very inconsistent. I mean, he got the Browns to the Super Bowl. Not, he definitely get the, didn't get the Browns to the Super Bowl. I'm not saying that. I mean, I'm idiotic to say that. But he got the Browns to the playoffs. But he's just super inconsistent. You know, Big Ben, he's been in these situations before. I think he's going to thrive. I think it's going to be an easy first-round win for the Steelers. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Yeah, I mean, it's the the, the Steelers should win. But, man, I, I don't know. Ever, after seeing that Monday night game against the Bengals where – Ryan Finley just was running all over them. I don't know. I, it really, really gives me some pause on on the Steelers. But I mean, I, I think I think the, uh, people are kind of underrating the Browns, saying you know they were lot, they're really run heavy on offense and not not as prolific. But I think if you look at some of the numbers where you take out those uh, two bad weather games where the wind was insane in Cleveland, their offense has really really been really efficient. Um, so I mean I think I think if they can if they can solve out, uh, solve some things that the Steelers are doing on defense and if they get good pass protection for Baker, I mean I think they have a chance. But I'll still side with the Steelers. But I think it'll be closer than most people think, and wouldn't shock me if uh, the Browns were able to solve something and get a win. All right, well, let's go on to the, the well. Yeah, well this is I mean for me at least this is a lock. I mean is there any competition here at all? Uh, we got the Bills and the Colts. So, I mean, Bills have been playing like the best team in football recently. The past, so I mean, if you if, you, if that hail mary doesn't happen, the Bills are on an insane streak. They would have been fourteen and two. Like, I mean, that was their last loss, and since week six was that lone hail mary. So, I mean, the Bills are on a heater. Um, Josh Allen is looking like he has really developed as a quarterback. I really like what the Bills have been able to do on the offensive side of the football. Um, they don't necessarily have uh, 
uh, a st stable running attack. They have a couple guys in Moss and Singletary that are a little bit, a little bit athletic and dangerous, but they've they've not they've been really pass heavy. And with the addition of Diggs and uh, Beasley being the best slot receiver in football, I mean, I think their passing attack is just going to be deadly against Colts. I mean, everyone's just penciling in the Chiefs, just writing them in, and just no one else in the AFC has a chance. But why couldn't the Bills have a chance to make the Super Bowl? Why not? They've been on fire. Josh Allen has been on fire. Diggs has been on fire. Their defense has been stout. Like, I I know it, it's probably going to be the Chiefs. I know. But, like, let's give the Bills some credit here. They're, they're probably going to roll all the way into the AFC Championship game. No doubt in my mind. I've been a Bills believer since before the season started, and I they proved me right. So, what what are your thoughts on them? I mean, they played a half of football against Miami in Week 17 with their second stringers and still dominated the game. <laughs> yeah, they're definitely showing signs that they have depth in there for real. And the Colts, on on the flip side, the Colts they only show up for half a game anyway. So, probably gonna be the first half. It might be competitive by by the time halftime rolls around and come out in the third quarter. Bills probably go up 21 because that's yeah. just what the Colts do they just quit playing it yeah. annoys me it annoys me I mean also the Colts are literally like all defense zero offense so unless Jonathan Taylor comes out of this game with a broken spine I don't see any outcome where the Colts win this game and do you really want to rely on Phillip Rivers in a playoff game no no exactly no. with his receivers as well what yeah I mean the only thing that gives me any confidence in Indianapolis is that when I had over the Packers uh, they were able to put up a, a lot of points and really compete in kind of a shootout type game, but I mean, outside of that matchup, uh, uh, yeah, I've, I have nothing to I have nothing that gives me any confidence in the in the Colts. I will say one thing that I wish the Bills would do more is run the ball with Josh Allen. Use use some read options or do something like the dude is too good of a runner to not take off every once in a while, like. I, I guess they're trying to preserve his health, but like when you have a weapon like that, like play to his strengths. All right, let's go to the let's go to the, the last game of the AFC, probably the the most important game. Chiefs. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I got a lock for a dub this week. Stop bringing up the Chiefs. It's <laughs> <laughs> an easy dub, right? Yes. They just gotta. They just gotta. They just gotta beat. Uh, you know the, the ghost of Casper. Yeah, they just they just got to live their life this week. They they got a dub. <laughs> Easy dub. All right, no, nonetheless, nonetheless. Let's go on to uh the NFC. Again, I'm going to start. I'm going to start actually. Yeah, no, I'm going to I'm going to start at the middle seeds again. We'll uh we'll talk about Washington, the the football team themselves, uh versus Buccaneers, Tampa Bay, Tom Brady. What do you guys think? Uh, I think this I, I mean, people have been saying all year that the the winner of the NFC East is going to get torched in the postseason, and I don't expect the football team to be put up much of a fight against uh, Tampa Bay and the Buccaneers. Uh, they're coming in on a nice hot streak as well. They really hit their stride after the bye week uh, with a four-game win streak, and uh, Brady's really, really found his groove. He had, a, what, 40 touchdowns this season, so really nice stats, actually, and he's been clicking with all three of his receivers and Gronk uh, in the tight end position, so... I don't. I mean, I like I like Chase Young and what the football team has on defense, but I don't think they'll have the offense powered by Alex Smith to compete with uh, Brady and the Bucks. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree. Kudos to Alex Smith for having a great year and good good comeback. But uh, 
playoff Brady. I mean, I've wished I could doubt against him in the playoffs before, and it's never worked out. So I've given up on that. You know, I just assume he's going to he's going to do something. He's going to pull something out and he's going to. I don't know. Maybe maybe the Buccaneers are going to win it all this year. I don't know. But uh, yeah, easy win. Easy win. Lock it. Drop it. Pull it. Bop it. Easy. Yeah, Tom Brady has uh, definitely been been on a hot streak here lately. I know it, he he did play against bad defenses two two out of the last three weeks were against the Falcons. Uh, but I mean, it'll be interesting to see if Mike Evans will be healthy enough to play. Um, he's really caught on at the end of the year, and but I, I really don't think it matters. Tampa Bay just has too many weapons on both sides of the ball, and Washington is is a team that's playing in the playoffs that's going to lose. So, and ju- and if anyone I know you all watched that Sunday night game, that does not give me confidence going into the playoffs when you are struggling to beat a team that is obviously tanking. If we want to talk to, about the Eagles right now, we can, because what a, what a slug fest that was. But like that, the way they played last game is just does not give me hope at all, especially against uh, a high powered offense like Tampa Bay. So I don't, I don't see this one, this one being close. Yeah. The Eagles are blatantly tanking. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about it. I mean, it's, yeah, let's like we want to we want to take another look at Nate Sudfield. You know, impending free agent. He's not even not even signed to a contract for next season. So we definitely need to get some reps, get some looks at him, and see just you know just how terrible he is at quarterback. Look, I am in full support of tanking when teams do it, but at, at, there's a certain point like you have to draw a line at some point to where it's not that obvious where you're clearly trying to give the game away. It, it was just so disgusting. Like, you get a pick that's three spots higher. Good, congratulations. Like, there there should be a better way to do it. Not benching, benching your backup. Well, your backup quarterback for another backup quarterback just for no no reason. I don't. Nate Sudfield. What? Why? He comes in the game. And I'm like, what are they doing? What's happening right now? Like. I'm pretty sure you could lose with Jalen Hurts if you actually were trying to lose, just like with conservative play calling and just what I don't know. There's other ways to do it besides what they did. Like what they the way they did it was just completely disgusting. It was laughable. And I mean, it serves NBC right because I mean that last week Chad and I were completely confused why this was selected this in a football game. <laughs> Chad and I couldn't figure it out, and it turns out yeah, should have been definitely should have been the Rams Cardinals or. Even Bears Packers, where you know both teams have something to play for going into the game, so I don't know. Still, still pretty ridiculous that this game was even selected in the first place, but nonetheless. All right, let's move on to some more NFC playoff talk. Let's uh, let's go up to the two and seven game. Uh, we'll talk about the Saints versus the Bears. Michael Thomas, you know, he's probably going to be. Well, actually, he's going to be back. He's going to be back. So that's a, a big key factor, and you know, amongst a couple other things. But what do you guys think about this game? Yeah, I mean, I think it uh, mostly depends on whether the Saints will get Kamara and Thomas back for this wild card game. Uh, but I mean, even if they don't, are we still like? I don't still like nobody's actually going to pick the Bears, right? Like, we're not actually picking Mitch Trubisky to win a playoff game. Like, I know Tim Tebow did it, but I don't know. Mitch is Mitch is like looked passable but then you know you watch a game like you did on Sunday against the Packers and 
I don't know what he's seeing, but it ain't it ain't open receivers, that's for sure. So I uh, I think I think with you know with the creativity that Sean Payton has with Taysom Hill and um, the pass rush that uh, they're able to generate on the defensive side of the uh, football, and I think I think the Saints shouldn't have any problem winning this home game. I really don't like either of these teams, but uh, if I were a gambling man, which I'm not, but if I were, Bears plus ten is too too good to pass up. Like I'm hammering that all day. Give me the points with the Bears. I the Saints are gonna win. There's no doubt about that. But like, I don't know why the spread is this high. Like I I think this will actually be a pretty close game. Yeah, I mean I think I think it's an easy lock on the on the Saints. I mean. Mitch Trubisky has shown flashes lately. You know, he's been putting up some decent numbers. But when it comes to playoff time, teams are going to be up and up, up in their levels. I mean, it's going to be it's going to be dog fights out there. And I think I think the Saints are going to be some dogs. And I think the the Bears are going to be some cats, some mouses or well, not mouses. That's that. I'm sorry. That's that's incorrect. Mice. My bad. Um, yeah, I don't see how the Bears could possibly win this. Not with Mitchell Trubisky. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you like Mitchell Trubisky, I'm sorry, I don't. He's he's been fine since he retook the starting role, but like, it's Mitch Trubisky in a playoff game. Let's 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 settle down there. But at the same time, I mean, I don't know how healthy Breeze is, and Breeze isn't even good anymore to begin with. So like, I'm I'm I'd kind of be worried if I were the Saints, though. Like this, I don't know. This is gonna be a close game. This is gonna be a close yeah. game. I don't want to pick either of these teams to win. Yeah, I guess not. I just think about it. I mean, it could be close. I mean, Mitch could go for a great game because I don't, I don't think the Saints' pass rush rush defense is that great, anyways. Oh, Devin disagrees. I disagree. I disagree. They have an insane pass rush with the Hendrickson and Cam Jordan. Yeah, Cam Jordan. Yeah, Cam Jordan off the edge. Uh, I mean, they're solid, solid up front as well. Uh, I mean, they got Marcus Davenport as well if Hendrickson's uh, still out. So. I don't know. I'm, I'm. I like. I like what. Uh, I like what they have on defense. So are we all in agreement on the Saints here? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's pretty easy. All right. Well, let's go to the three six game. Last game in the NFC. You got the Seahawks and we got the Rams. I'm. I've Wolford been. season. Wolford <laughs> season. I mean, I is is Wolford starting? Or are they playing Jared Goff with one thumb? I mean, it's bad enough playing Jared Goff with two thumbs, so I don't know what makes me think you want to try to trot him out there with the one <laughs> thumb. But nonetheless, I, I mean, I've been off like uninspired with both of these teams, honestly. I know the Seahawks ended twelve and four, but it just felt like they were always kind of you know underachieving. They started off really hot with like you know the first three or four weeks, uh, Russ was on fire, but it really seems like their offense kind of cooled off uh, once um, Chris Carson got injured. Uh, so I don't. I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of either of these teams, but you're not going to see me picking uh, Wolford or Jared Goff in a playoff game. So just give me the Seahawks. Hopefully they just you know survive, do enough to get through the game, and move on to the divisional round. I'm like you. I don't know what is wrong with the Seahawks. They they just don't play like they're like they're a good football team. They just barely manage to win close games. I don't. I don't understand why they're not as well, not better. They should be better. Like all you have to do is feed DK Metcalf. That's all you have to do. <laughs> but yet they just they just struggle to get a first down and like four straight drives and let teams in it in like thirteen to nine football games in the fourth quarter. Like, but yeah, the Rams. 
I was I was high on the Rams. I was scared of Jerry Goff, but that dude is just not a good football player. And uh, I cannot pick a team with him as quarterback or someone named John Walford. I, I'm just not doing it. I'm taking <laughs> Russell Wilson in that matchup. I'm taking Russell Wilson all day. I mean, I, they just have a stack, two stacked of an offense. I mean, you have Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf, more so DK Metcalf, but you have two studly receivers. You got a great running back and Chris Carson, if he needs timeout or if he hurts himself again, like he's been constantly, you got Carlos Hyde as well. He's, he's still valuable. So, I mean, I, I think, I think it's an easy, easy win for the Seahawks. I mean, I don't, I don't like Jared Goff. I mean, the Seahawks, didn't they already beat the Rams like a couple weeks ago? Just do what you did then again. Well, actually, no, I think, didn't they? Well, they did lose to the Rams earlier. In the yeah, year. That was when, like, yeah, Goff split. put up, like, 300 passing yards, and that's not going to happen, especially if it only has one thumb. So, I'm no, I'm no football coach, but I think you got to roll with Wolford here. Take the healthy guy that may be more of a game manager, manager, but at least he won't be looking for the other team every other pass or so, like Jerry Goff does. Intentionally. At least... He, at intentionally. least yeah, we, yeah, we don't know that. He could be looking at his own team, but he'll be throwing to the other team. So, Jed's a big Wolford like, guy. I, I feel like Wolford won't try to give the other team the ball. I feel like he's like a safer option. Derek, Jared Goff just like, uh, just throws it up for grabs. Yeah, maybe didn't Wolford throw a pick six on his first pass, though? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that either is a good option. That's 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 that was his first pass attempt in the first game of the season with a playoff game on the line. I'll, maybe maybe he had some jitters, early game jitters. Oh, it wasn't a pick six, but you know, it's close enough. First pass of the game. New drinking game. Every time somebody says Wolford, take a shot. <laughs> I feel like we've been talking about this man for way too long. <laughs> hey, check out his LinkedIn Don't... profile too. It's kind of kind of classy. <laughs> <laughs> And moving on from NFL to the college football national championship game on Monday night, uh, is there really a lot to talk about here between Alabama and Ohio State? I feel like Alabama is just gonna just run away run away with it. Is that is that what we're gonna is that what's gonna happen? My heart screams Ohio State, but my mind my mind says Alabama. I, I can't put that any any other way. I want I want Ohio State to win, but I just don't think it's gonna happen. I, in Alabama, they breezed through Notre Dame. I don't. I expect pretty much the same with Ohio State. I mean, I I thought I thought Clemson I thought Clemson would be able to beat Ohio State and in that semifinal game. I mean, Ohio State really showed that they are dominant on both sides of the uh, the trenches. I mean, their defensive line, uh, Haskell Garrett, is really impressive. Um, they were just dominating Clemson's uh, tackles and guards. Uh, Trevor Lawrence had no time to throw, so it'll be interesting to see uh, how they can how they square up against Alabama. Uh, about Alabama that's missing their first string center, so that might prove to be uh, cause some problems with uh, Haskell Garrett on the opposite side. But I mean, I think ultimately you got the Heisman winner and Devonta Smith and Mac Jones is not turning the ball over and really efficient on offense. So I don't know how they're going to be able to contain them on the perimeter. Uh, Clemson found success, you know, using the perimeter against Ohio State, and then they just went away from it for some reason. So I think uh, Saban and the offense with Harris and Smith on the perimeter will be able to exploit that and put up a lot of points. Yeah, unless Justin Fields throws for another six touchdowns, I don't see it happening. 
I, I don't know what Clemson's defense was doing, but Alabama's defense isn't going to let that happen. So it's the game's probably still going to end up being a shootout. But like when you when when you have Alabama as a choice, you got to go with Alabama. That's that's just what I'm doing. I'm taking Alabama. Yeah, I really hope I really hope that Alabama will do something that Clemson just didn't like refuse to do. Maybe they'll blitz Justin Fields. Maybe they'll get some edge pressure, make him uncomfortable in the pocket. We all know that Justin Fields cannot throw when he's under pressure. He has one of the worst QBRs and completion rates, and he throws way too many interceptions. He is not good under pressure. Clemson failed to generate any pressure with a four-man rush, and Brett Venables just refused to refused to blitz him. So that's why they got picked apart, and Justin Fields looked like the superior quarterback. But I don't think that I don't think that'll fly against against yeah. uh, against the Crimson Tide. I mean, the only reason Justin Fields had six touchdowns is because, like you said, there was zero pressure at all. He had, like, they were giving him 20 seconds out there just to stand in the pocket and let him go out and get some dinner. I mean, play some video games, watch a movie. I mean, he had all the time in the world. I mean, if, you have all, if you're a quarterback, if you're a D1 quarterback, I don't care what team, if you have that much time to make something happen, you're bound to make something happen. So, There's also this neat little article on uh, this website, ftspod.com, written by our very own Devin Davis. Uh, which Dabo Sweeney clearly did not read. Uh, if you read it, Devin pointed out Justin Fields in the pocket when he's not under duress has 81% completion rate with a 94 QBR. Uh, but then when he's getting blitzed, only a 42% completion rate with a 2.4 QBR. So Alabama's going to have to blitz. They're going to have to put pressure on him. And their corners are going to be good enough to stay with the receivers. And I just... Don't do what Clemson did. Clemson showed you what not to do. So do the opposite. <laughs> All right. Well, that'll do it for another episode of From the Sidelines Football Playoff Edition. Like Chad mentioned, you can check out any articles that we publish. We got some NBA content. Uh, working on some working on some more uh, more MLB, some more college uh, sports uh, content for you guys. Uh, so feel free to check that out on our website at ftspod.com you can follow us on social media on instagram and twitter at ftspod shout out to ryan for giving us that twitter at and of course if you have if you want to send us your playoff predictions what you think is going to happen in the national championship game feel free to send us an email to the ftspod at gmail.com bye Bye, have a great time. time